Hello everybody, welcome to another episode of The Resource Officer. My name is Officer Maui. Today we'll be discussing bullying, anti-bullying, and cyberbullying. Some of the objectives we're going to be covering is uh, what is anti-bullying, what is bullying, why bullying hurts, who's at risk for being bullied, and signs of being bullied. And how do you stop it? So, uh, bullying defined by the procedures for primary and post-primary schools is any unwanted negative behavior, verbal, psychological, or physical behavior conducted by an individual or group against another person or persons and which is repeated over time. All right, so let's break down that definition. It's any unwanted negative behavior. Everybody perceives things differently. Um, what might be negative behavior to one person could be different to another person, right? Well, it's on based on what that person is feeling. Because you never know, and I covered this in some of my other episodes, what, what everybody's going through in their personal life. So, circumstances generally change about every 90 days, for the most part. So, what may be bothering somebody now may not be bothering somebody in six months from now or three months from now. But if the person feels this negative behavior and depending on what they're going through in their life, you know, that's that's bullying. Okay. Um, verbal, of course, is any unwanted comments, um, whether it be derogatory, sexual, against religion, all that stuff, um, psychological, playing practical jokes, um, embarrassing um, individuals, um, or physical, and this is the part where, you know, you probably see on TV where somebody gets shoved into a closet or a wall locker or, or school locker or whatnot, um, or constant hitting and beating up on an individual okay so these these are some of the things that are defined by bullying by by the procedures for primary and post-primary schools all right so <clears throat> some things that people may may consider or may not consider bullying but it is looked as bullying um, and again everybody perceives things differently so uh, you can bully somebody by leaving somebody out, whether it's, you know, a game, whether it's a team event in a classroom project, um, anything like that. Calling someone names, obviously, and, and, you know, when you get older, name calling, you know, the more you mature, the less that bothers somebody. But at, at, at the age of middle school, high school, even elementary school, I mean... Things can be hurtful because, again, you don't know what everybody's going through in their personal life. Uh, making fun of someone, that can cause some serious issues later on and insecurities in an individual. Uh, spreading harmful stories, we see that a lot, rumors. I mean, hell, a lot of adults do that now. Um, whether it be for trying to get a certain position at work, 
trying to look better than somebody at work, trying to get recognized over somebody else. Um, you all experienced it at some point or another. Everybody has. Um, putting someone down. Okay. Again, that can go into ma uh, making fun of someone and it can go into spreading harmful stories. But, you know, by putting someone down, punching or kicking someone, which obviously that's, you know, getting the physical portion of bullying, taking, hiding or damaging someone's things. Um, some of these things that I'm going to be covering, um, the, you know, it, it falls on the bullying but I'm also going to explain how the law works with some of these things as well. Following or stalking someone, uh, pushing, shoving, or tripping someone over, ignoring someone, uh, persuading others to bully someone, or threatening someone. So while we're here, and that way I don't have to jump back and forth um, you know, there's nothing against the law by leaving somebody out of of a situation. I know there's plenty of times I wish I was left out because you're with friends and they decide to do something stupid and, you know, you're around and, you know, things can go sideways, right? Everybody has gone through a situation, for the most part, of uh, uh, something like that where you wish you would have left or, or didn't show up somewhere. But there's nothing, nothing illegal by leaving somebody out. There's nothing illegal by calling someone names unless, you know, you're talking slander and, you know, um, things of that nature. Unless you're, unless you're making, like, verbal threats, okay, when you're calling somebody's name. Making fun of someone, again, there's not real, nothing really illegal to that now yes don't get me wrong all these things are bullying but uh let me skip down to punching or kicking someone see so now with schools you know bullying is handled a certain way generally you get suspended uh out of school suspension you get in school suspension for so many days you know yada yada okay but what happens when the bullying continues let's say on the school bus on the way home you know, or, or while you're walking home, the, the punching and kicking continues. Well, I know for the most part, at least where I'm at, um, the bus drivers, they call for an administrator and they will stop the bus right then and there when they see it happening. Um, and that, that's for many reasons, but they, they do a good job with that part. And uh, so, you know, again, you get punished by the school. It could be being removed from the bus. You get uh, bus privileges are revoked. Because, yes, riding a bus is a privilege, not a right. Um, well, at least for this this state here in this area. But let's say it goes on after that. Now you're in the neighborhood and the, the kids live in this neighborhood together and they're being bullied and they're being punched and kicked. Well, for the most part, most parents are going to talk to the, ind the individual kids' parents and try to handle it that way. But at the same time, you know, now you're crossing the line with the law because now you're talking simple battery or battery um, or worse. Hopefully that's not the case, but I mean, you know, things can get more severe. Um, but there are criminal charges that can be pressed. And yes, you know, they may not go to jail because of the age limit of going to jail. 
and the juvenile jails may not take somebody depending on how violent the crime was um, but they still have to go through the juvenile court process if they if you press charges okay um, and that is part of a juvenile record so taking hiding or damaging someone's things again in schools and on the school buses the schools are going to handle it a certain way um, you can always press charges that's always an option so don't get me wrong you know if you feel that it's been going on long enough and you would like to press charges that's always an option but if this happens outside of school that can be damage to property okay uh, and that is a criminal charge following or stalking someone again that can be a criminal charge you know if uh, especially if they don't live in your neighborhood and why are they following you to your house you know to bully you or 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 damage uh, your house or your residence you know that's that's criminal charges there uh, pushing or shoving or tripping someone again that falls into the punching and kicking category with simple battery or battery um, now if there's injuries and stuff and obviously the severity of the crime increases but there are options uh, ignoring someone is not really uh, there's no criminal charge for ignoring someone um, preferably that's the best option as far as uh, if you are being bullied ignoring that person uh, threatening someone now that is another charge uh, depending on the severity of the threat and what words you use you know there could be criminal charges there now, everything I spoke about with criminal charges, I mean, you have to look up your state code, um, and, and every state has them, um, and, and see if it fits the crime. Um, but for the most part, if you call the police, they'll, they'll be able to determine that for you, okay, and then direct you from there. So I wanted to put that out there because I wanted parents and, and students to know that there are options for you if you are being bullied okay because bullying does hurt you know they used to say sticks and stones will never will will break my bones but names will never hurt me that's something i heard growing up all the time but you know it does because you don't know what somebody's going through at home and here they are their only escape is is school you know and you're they're going through the same stuff all over again all right, so there's no single factor that puts a child at risk of being bullied or, or bullying others. Uh, bullying can happen anywhere. Cities, suburbs, rural towns, anywhere. Now, depending on the environment, some groups, such as the, the lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, or known as the LGBT uh, youth, or even youth with disabilities and socially isolated youth, may be at an increased risk of being bullied. And generally, children who are bullied uh, have one or more of the following risk factors. They are perceived as different from their peers, such as being overweight or underweight, wearing glasses or different clothing, uh, being new to a school, or being unable to afford what kids consider cool these days. So you want to look for changes in your child. 
However, be aware that not all children who are bullied exhibit warning signs. Some signs that may point to bullying problem are unexplainable injuries, lost or destroyed clothing, books, electronics or jewelry, frequent headaches or stomach aches, feeling sick or faking illness. Uh, that's usually just so they don't have to go to school to, to avoid being bullied at school. Uh, changes in eating habits, like suddenly skipping meals or binge eating. Kids may come home from school hungry because they did not eat lunch. There could be difficulty sleeping or frequent nightmares, uh, declining grades, loss of interest in schoolwork or not wanting to go to school, sudden loss of friends or avoidance of social situations, feeling helplessness or decreased self-esteem. They could be self-destructive behaviors such as running away from home, harming themselves or talking about suicide. If you know someone in serious distress or danger, don't ignore the problem. Get help right away. I can't stress that enough. Get help right away. Now, how do you stop some of this bullying? Well, you can always walk away. If the situation seems threatening or dangerous, it's best to get away from the bully. Even if it's not a dangerous situation, remember that you don't have to listen to someone say mean things to you. The best thing to do might be to calmly walk away from the person. This will send a message that you won't put up with this kind of treatment. Try to walk towards people, such as towards a teacher or someone else who will not put up with bullying. Now, I know some of this stuff is easier said than done, but it's the first step in trying to avoid the bullying. Then you can tell someone uh, so the bullying will stop. It's important to report bullying right away so that it will stop. By telling someone that you are being bullied, you will be standing up for yourself and showing the bullies that you will not put up with their abuse. Find a teacher, a parent, school counselor, or someone else, like a school resource officer, who can help you and immediately tell them what the bully has been saying or doing to you. You got to have a record. Somebody has to know. Okay. Try saying something like, uh, Joyce is bullying me. She keeps making fun of my weight and she will not stop. I've asked her to stop, but she is still doing it. I think I need some help to make it stop. Okay. You can also write a note to explain what is happening. Deliver the note to your teacher, the school counselor or principal and tell someone else. If the first person you tell does not do anything about the bully, don't accept that you will have to put up with the bully. So this is a problem I see as a school resource officer that, you know, we, we don't get to see or hear everything. But if you're being bullied, you know, and, and you tell somebody and somebody doesn't do anything about it, like a teacher or anybody else, you know, Find somebody else that will. Don't just stop there. Because eventually, by the time I get involved, a fight already occurred. Because either you got the the, the individual got beat up by, by the bully, or the bully actually got beat up by the person being bullied. Um, but by, by that time, it, everything's already said and done. And it, it led up to that because you didn't continue or, or somebody didn't do what they were supposed to do when you reported the bullying. So don't just stop at one person. Okay?
But we're going to take a break right here. And when we come back, I'm going to talk about cyberbullying. Be back in just a second. All right, welcome back. Short break. Uh, as I discussed earlier, we discussed anti-bullying and bullying. Um, now we're going to get into cyberbullying. But what is cyberbullying? Well, cyberbullying is when a student uses electronic devices to send or post messages or images intended to hurt, embarrass, threaten, torment, humiliate, or intimidate their victim or the individual. Cyberbullying can happen 24-7, 365 days a year because of technology. Over 80% of teens use a cell phone regularly, which is a common device for cyberbullying. Cyberbullying messages and images can be posted anonymously and distributed to a large audience quickly. Now, I'm going to take a second right here to explain this one, because this is the one I see the most as a school resource officer. Parents, please stay on top of your kids' phones and, and observe what they're doing. Uh, a lot of the issues we get is apps like Snapchat and Instagram, where they sending messages back and forth and, and they're making threats to each other. Um, they're, they're talking about meeting somewhere to fight and then they start talking about guns and, and knives and all this stuff. You know, this stuff gets leaked out eventually and it will end up in a administrator's hands, like the principal or um, the actual school resource officer. Okay, we don't take these kind of threats or, or communications lightly at all. Okay, so monitor what they're what they're doing. Um, pay attention to the apps that they have, and pay attention to the pictures that they take on their phones. So one thing I notice a lot is the kids like to have the most up to date technology, the newest iPhones, and things like that or Androids, or whatever it is. Well, the iPhones in particular have this thing called AirDrop. So now, this poses the biggest threat because this can be, a, an image can be distributed to a large audience quickly by AirDropping. Uh, you can leave your AirDrop option on and just walk by the school and you'll see how kids are just randomly airdropping uh, messages and pictures. And it's all fun and games to them when it's something embarrassing their friend did or something like that. But what ends up happening is um, when a child gets in a relationship with another child or student, they're dating, they send pictures back and forth, the I love yous and all this puppy love stuff, right? Well, three months later, they end up breaking up. Well, now that partner has that individual's uh, or their ex's pictures in their phone. And what better way to get revenge than to airdrop it to the next person they talk to or try to get in a relationship with. And the next thing you know, it's circulating through the school. So it's scary. But... Keep that in mind and, and and pay attention to what your kids are doing on their phone because once those pictures reach 
another individual and starts getting shared electronically, I mean, and it ends up on the internet, it's going to be almost impossible to get rid of that. I mean, it's going to be on there forever. Okay. And there can be long lasting damages to the individual's life later on as they become into adults and try to do things in their career and with their life. Um, and now these pictures are still floating out there. Okay. So cyberbullying messages and images can be posted anonymously. Okay. So they can create a fake account and then distribute it to a large audience quickly just by simply airdropping it to everybody and anybody in the school who has an iPhone and can get airdropped. Okay. Images and posts can still be retrieved after they are deleted. So be mindful of what you post. So yes, on the law enforcement side, if we seize your phone or we go through your phone with search warrants or whatnot, and you may think you deleted everything and deleted it from your deleted folder, it can still be retrieved. Okay. So just keep that in mind. So some of the cyberbullying common sites, you got Facebook, uh, Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat are probably the two biggest ones right now. Uh, you have YouTube, and there's a bunch more sites. So if you're a parent, go through your kids' phones, be familiar with the apps that they have and they're using, because um, trust me, they are more up-to-date with technology than we are. <laughs> Um, so just be mindful students. If you're listening to my podcast, be mindful of what pictures you share, um, with individuals. Okay. Because it can be used against you later on and you'll never know when. Okay. So who are the cyber bullies? Well, they're individuals with no strong relationships, um, they're obviously immature and they are involved with hate groups or they've been bullied themselves. Okay. Teens from the ages, the teens from the ages of 15 to 17 years, that, that age gap or not gap, but that, that age difference, those two years, they're, they're who is, who is affected the most. Okay. Females are about twice as likely as males to be victims and perpetrators of cyberbullying. And males are more likely to be threatened by cyberbullies than females. But it affects all ethnicities. Okay. So females are twice as likely as males to be victim and perpetrators because from what I've seen, and I can't speak for everybody, but the males are usually the ones sending the pictures of their ex-girlfriends. Okay. Um, but females are also the ones that can be vindictive and send pictures of their friends, who's a female, to other people. Just so that that person doesn't get into a relationship with the individual they're trying to get with. I know it's complicated. A lot of drama goes around when it comes to relationship and kids and teenagers, you know, um, but social media amplifies everything. Okay. Um, males are more likely to be threatened by cyber bullies than females because 
what it is with males is, you know, they get threats as far as getting beat up or, you know, bullied or uh, picked on and, and things of that nature. So, cyber bullies might think they are having fun and not even realize that they are bullying. So, you know, you get this a lot with, let's say, sports teams, you know. Uh, something happens that's funny or embarrassing to a certain teammate in the locker room and next thing you know somebody has their camera out and they put it out all in fun and games but at the same time that person who had the picture or video taken of them you know might already have certain insecurities or you know things going on in their personal life that it, it can affect them you know mentally emotionally you know and hopefully not physically later on but you never know to what extent the damage is being done by sharing um, pictures or images or videos um, like that so it might seem all in fun but you know you don't know what kind of damage you're doing cyber bullies feel as if they are invisible and no one will know they're doing it because you know you can take a screenshot and you can edit. There's so much stuff you can do right now. Um, create fake accounts and, and put it. But there's a way of tracking all that. Okay. It may take longer to find out who it was. But there is a way to, to figure that stuff out for the most part. Cyber bullies want to get revenge for something that may have previously happened to them. So you can hold on to something um, back when I was growing up, you know, you hold on to something would be considered like blackmail, you know, but now everything's at the fingertips with technology, um, it's, it's handheld, you know, and it can be distributed almost instantly. So, but there's other reasons, you know, that people are, are cyber or bullied and I'm sure you can think of many more, but these are the common ones that I, I commonly see. And what I do. So what are the effects of cyberbullying? Obviously you're going to have hurt feelings. There's going to be sadness. Sadness. There's anxiety and depression. Which is a huge one. Anger. There's shame. There's fear. Frustration. Low self-esteem. They end up bullying others. There's poor academic performance. But the ultimate one is obviously suicide so yes it can lead to that and you've probably seen it in the news or you know taught in school or giving classes about suicide prevention a lot of that stuff it people attempt suicide or have suicidal ideations is because of bullying okay it could be bullying at school bullying at home um it could be a lot of things, but this is why we try to prevent this stuff. So, how do you pre help prevent cyberbullying? Well, you block all communication with cyberbullies. Don't forward any messages. Don't make any comments, etc. Things like that that involve cyberbullies. Okay, because if you forward a message, you're just as guilty as the bully. If you make comments and 
it it's something that encourages the bully or the original sender then you're just as guilty as the person doing the bullying so don't forward any messages don't make any comments just block all communications with somebody like that because you can get yourself in trouble too always report any cyberbullying taking place to an adult and I want to emphasize when you report it to report it to a human an adult don't just hit the report button because all they're going to do is create another account and do the same thing all right just under a different name so make sure you actually report it to a person some of the reasons why uh, victims don't ask for help could be that the youth view the internet as a lifeline to their peer group okay they don't want to be left out or, or singled out in within their peer group and their friends and their in their social media and in, on the internet the youth do not want adults to know that they have a problem with cyberbullying because they fear adults will take their computer and or electronic device away so these are stuff that we hear from the actual students you know what when we ask them why didn't you report it well i didn't want my phone taken away or i didn't want my computer taken away well if you're a parent listening keep that in consideration now i know sometimes they just deserve their technology taken away because trust me that i have kids myself and that is probably the worst punishment they can ever have right but um, if you're constantly on top of what they're doing uh, on the internet and on their phones and what apps they're using and things like that, then, you know, you'll be aware of things before it gets to this point and they'll feel more comfortable talking to you about their issues. So who do you notify in the school? Well, you obviously have your principals or your assistant principals. You have teachers you have your guidance counselors, and you have your school resource officer. Now, I know because I'm a cop. Now, I have different relationship with the students in my school. They actually, you know, feel comfortable talking to me. But I know I'm not always the first choice to talk to. But a guidance counselor, teachers are, are usually the first ones that the student makes contact with before it gets to the principal. Um, but if you're a teacher or, or an adult, period, and somebody reports bullying to you, please take them seriously. It may turn out to be something minor, but you never know. And, and, and get to know your students and the child because you don't know what they may be going through um, inside and in their personal lives, you know, that can be affecting them. So don't ever take anything for granted. But you can stop cyberbullying by being private. So keep passwords, pictures, especially pictures and videos, uh, confidential or secret. Uh, the, keep all these information to yourself. Take five seconds. Don't reply in anger. Okay. Stop, block, and tell. Don't reply. Just block the sender and tell someone. Okay, stop, block, and tell. And then save the evidence. Screenshot it or print it out 
So now you can show the adult, look, this is what I'm talking about. And now they have something to go off of. Okay. So you can also report it to the ISP. Now, some of you may have seen ISP, but ISP stands for Internet Service Provider. So most cyberbullying violates the Internet Service Provider or ISP's terms of service because nobody ever reads that. I'm guilty of it, too. You know, it says I agree to these terms and it's like 10,000 pages with like size four font. I, I'm not reading all that. And I know a lot of people don't. But there is a specific spot for bullying and cyberbullying. So look at the person's ISP name in their email address. Uh, many ISPs will close an account if a person is breaking the terms of service. All right. Now, this doesn't stop them because obviously they can just recreate another account under a different name. But it's also it's a step you can take. Uh, if someone has stolen your identity, then immediately report it to your ISP because now you can't create a new account. Though it'll be flagged and they'll pay attention to that. But don't be a victim. Talk about bullying in general with friends, teachers, and family. Discuss what personal information is appropriate to tell others and what is not. Visit um, well-known teen sites with your parents, teachers, or friends to discuss what your concerns are and what could be a danger. Learn realistic expectations for personal and online relationships. Okay, there's a lot of stuff that can happen just by simply posting something. And, and there's another uh, podcast or episode I'm going to put out um, with cover safety because one thing I see when when you post things, it can come with consequences. So, for example, on Facebook had this thing where you, you can check in, you know, somewhere. Well, now you just told everybody where you are and where you're not. Because if you're downtown somewhere and you don't live downtown, well, burglars can use that to go to your house and break in. Because now nobody's home, right? So just things like that. Um, and I know that's different from bullying, but... You know, you just got to be mindful of what you post is, is the point I'm trying to get at. Well, I appreciate you guys' time. Feel free to drop me a message. Shoot me an email. Maui at theresourceofficer.com. Visit the website. Um, you can get a hold of me by any one of those. And let me know what you think. Let me know if there's anything else uh, about cyberbullying or bullying that may be useful for listeners to hear like i said i'm just trying to put out the information for everybody hopefully you can pick up one or two things that may help somebody and may even save a life well i hope you all have a good week be safe don't forget to help others and help yourself have a good one Bye.